Welcome to this week's episode of the Improvement Podcast. Today, we talk about slowing down to speed up. One of my own top lessons that I've learned over the last couple of years and, and how slowing down has benefited me, benefited the way I am, the way I think, the way I act, and the ripple effect that has had with the world around me. We've explored the topic and hope you get some fascinating insight yourself that helps you to benefit from slowing down. Slowing down to speed up, slowing down to speed up. How is that a thing? That doesn't, is that the, is that the whole um, slow and steady wins the race sort of deal? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> this was, this is a, one of my top lessons learned over the last few years. And it's a mantra um, that a coach that I've probably referred to in the past, Rich Litvin, um, uses as part of his, how he lives his life, how he runs his business. Um, I already like it because you called it a mantra. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is a mantra. It's something I tell myself all the time. It's something that I'm telling myself constantly in the context of what we're trying to do with heart-centered leaders and, and putting the right things, uh, processes, systems, structure in place, strategy, plan, in order to then give us the best opportunity to create more and maximize the potential that exists in this as an opportunity. And for me, slow down to speed up means exactly that. It's, it's give yourself a greater opportunity for success by, by giving yourself some space and and in effect, doing a bit less in the short term. Okay. Okay. So, you know, for anyone who, like, like I have done in the past, you you fill your time with with activities that aren't all serving the the future outcome that you want to create. Mm, yeah. It's that whole. It's easy um, to get distracted, isn't it? Yeah. It's that whole. I'm very busy, but what are you busy doing? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm on the same page as you now. Yeah. Totally get that. I mean, we've all been victim to that, haven't we? We've all been victim to the idea of you don't know where the time goes. Um, you do the same with your money, actually. You look at the money at the end of the month and you think, where the hell did I spend it all? That same idea. But time is a big one. Time is your most valuable resource. So be careful how you use it. Yeah. And especially when you are working towards creating something significant, whether that's, you know, a relationship, um, a business, the life that you desire, mm -hmm. um, a new opportunity, a new job, whatever it is. If you take the opportunity first to slow down, to mm -hmm. really, to give yourself space yeah. to, because with space, we can be creative with space. We can, we can discover new ways of thinking. With space, we can discover ideas that we might not otherwise have discovered 
if we were continuing to move at the same high pace that mm -hmm. we were moving at up until then. Let me ask you, are you talking physical space, mental space? What are we talking about here? It's more mental, but I guess physical as well. Like, yeah. I think it's, it's easier to think expansively when you are in a, an environment that is expansive. Now, the, the reason I bring it up actually is because I had a conversation with a guy, I was, must be about two, two three weeks now, um, just passed. And he has, he's lucky enough and he's fortunate enough to have an, uh, his own office, which is great. Um, it's just a one self-employed, one-man band sort of deal, but he has his own space that he doesn't work in. And I thought that was bizarre, right? He's lucky enough to have this additional space. He doesn't actually do any work in it. And it is just a blank white room that he just goes in and sits there for a little while to let, let creative juices flow. You know? And then he comes out of that space and goes to his desk and cracks on with his work. And I thought that is a hell of a thing to have because what he thinks is the space that he goes into, because he has the, since we're working from home, you create your own little work zone, you know? And that's valuable. Now, because he has that space, it gives him creates mental space. Yeah. He didn't use those exact words, but that's basically what he meant. Um, yeah, well, it means one he's, not, the other. he's not distracted. He's in an environment that exactly. isn't going to distract him. It's going to allow him to go inward. Yeah. And you know, clear his mind of anything that might be distracting and allow himself to connect with the subconscious mind, which is where insight emerges from. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a hell of a space. Like it was the first time I've, it was the first um, person I'd met outside for work that wasn't my colleagues, you know what I mean? Uh, externally um, in, in seven months or whatever it had been. And he showed me the space, got to take your shoes off. Yeah, just cool. So it's kind of like something ritualistic about it. Yeah, well, he, he has he's created these rules for himself that he goes into. You know, you've got to take your shoes off. You can't have your phone in the room. That kind of thing. And you know, I loved. I was completely envious because I don't have that. You know, even now I'm sitting in my home office, if you like. But you can see there's a couple of guitars in the wall. There's a TV in the background uh, because this room is used for other things. But imagine having this room that is a single-purpose room in somewhere. And you, there's nothing in it. I absolutely love that. I want one, to be honest. I really want one in my, my new house. I want one. Well, <laughs> when, I, when I did the mindfulness course I participated mm. in at the start of this year, the, the guy ran it, a guy called Martin Stepek, he, I remember how he explained the, almost the purpose of mindfulness. And okay. that he he used the analogy of of the of building a house and what you said reminded me of that because what he said was when you build a house when you just build like the shell of the house and mm. it's just and it's an empty space that's really what we're looking to do in mindfulness mm -hmm. or as as part of practicing mindfulness be the practice of it when we meditate you're being mindful is more about generally about being self-aware being aware of our thoughts our feelings being aware of how we act being aware of of what we do so that we can better serve ourselves but in that moment when we're when we're meditating when we if we can clear the space mm -hmm. if we can create the space yeah even 
then what we're doing is we're preparing the mind for thoughts to emerge. So when, so with a, with a newly built house, you're preparing that space for mm. it to be decorated, for it to be colored in, for, for things to be introduced into that space. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I can see where that can, that, that's pretty useful actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess for, the, for those of listening, can, that's, there's a mental task for you guys to do is to sit and visualize that if you can. Mm. but you know in the world we live in right now it's such a fast-paced world everything's on demand it is incredible we're we're moving at a pace generally that hasn't really been present in in human history as far as you know technological advancements and evolutionary advancements Mm -hmm. so being able to slow down yeah gives you a real advantage well, this is it. I mean, I have a theory, right, about um, about our life now is we're too distracted to notice what's going on in front of us in the respect of you're talking about um, we're moving at a fast pace. We absolutely are. There's, there's, there's no question about it. And I'm, I'm willing to believe that there was another time in life somewhere that it moved just as quickly, but it was a lot smaller. You know, I mean, even if you go right the way back, the Industrial Revolution, for example, if we go back further than that, um, <laughs> the invention of the wheel. Imagine what happened directly after the wheel was invented. You know, the world just blew up, probably. You know, what's the applications we can use for that? You know, and so on and so forth. And then a lot of things were, were built. But we're doing that on such a broad scale now that things are getting invented so quickly. But it's, there's, there's more people inventing things. Yeah, so we are moving a lot faster. But one of the things that really um, that really got to me was we're automating our lives to a certain point, which I like. Um, but we're we're almost trying to do that too much because our lives are sure we're moving an awful um, we're moving a lot quicker. But I find myself with a lot of free time sometimes. Uh, some days where I have I find myself bored which is great. It's a great thing to have. Um, and you, you were talking about being on demand so we can literally do anything instantly that we want to do now. I found a little joy in my life uh, a few weeks back where, I don't know, have you ever, have you ever watched the TV program Power? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Beautiful. Isn't it? For those that haven't watched it, get on it. It's amazing. Anyway, there's a spinoff of it. It's Power Book 2 or something. It's called Ghost. Oh yeah, it's it's yeah, it's ghost. It's sun, yeah, it's basically following the sun after. I won't spoil it for anyone, but after what happened happened, uh, and the thing about it is, at the moment, they only release one episode every Sunday, and I found that to be a little joy in my life because I have something that I want to do, effectively on a Sunday, if you like, as opposed to let's just binge the whole thing because they've released all, all of it. I miss, I've, I, I actually miss the time where they did that, you know, because we live oh, in a Where you had to wait, you mean? Because I had to wait, yeah. I had to, yeah. to restrain myself from going, let's just watch another one. Okay, let's watch another one. It's 10 to 4 in the morning now. No, no, we'll put another one on. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that kind of idea. So because, I, because effectively we're being rewarded, if you like, with a new episode every single week, and this is just a small example, but every single week something new happens. And I've found myself thinking, oh, yeah, it's Sunday now. 
that'll that'll be on. And I, I go in because Amory doesn't like it, so I'll go myself and watch it. But it's just something to look forward to, I guess. And I guess it's it's a small, small thing, you know. But I I miss the time, you know that I do. I miss the time where you had to wait. And that is so backwards. <laughs> We're trying to improve our lives by giving us everything. I don't think we should. I don't think well, well part of the I guess part of the challenge that you know, technology and, and, and everything that we experience now that makes our lives a little bit easier has brought is that that generally we're 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 very busy doing. Yeah. yeah. Where and and I find this as well. I mean, I find there are periods where I get extremely busy doing. But that's because what I am doing, I'm passionate about, I'm excited about, so I can get caught up in it. Mm-hmm. But what I need to come back to is then finding some balance between doing, creating, um, doing the work that I do, mm-hmm. and having some space to be at peace, to be to be joyful, to be enjoying time with people I cared about, to just be enjoy things that I enjoy recreationally, or mm-hmm. just like going for a walk or whatever it might be. Like there was definitely there's definitely periods during lockdown where you know I found myself I just noticed myself mm-hmm. having not been outside for a week. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, because yeah. I was just I was just caught up in doing, but I was excited, yeah, yeah. and I noticed then my energy dipped, mm-hmm. and that was the trigger to then realize, okay, I need to go and do something about that. What can I do? Right, let's get out and go for a walk and yeah, phone a friend or whatever it might be. But um, but yeah, just the whole idea of slowing down to speed up. Mm-hmm. It's it's something that that has helped me become more patient and more present. That's good. And it's, it's helping me to rein in my own expectations of myself mm-hmm. and what I want to create. Mm-hmm. It's helping me to be more, you know, to enjoy the moment more. Mm-hmm. Let me, back to that. Let, let me ask you, um, we're talking about slowing down to speed up and that, that makes total sense effectively making your life a little bit simpler, giving yourself a space to, to just regroup and, and figure out what's next, to tackle things as they come as opposed to getting overwhelmed and so on and so forth. But because we live in such a fast-paced environment, how do you know when you need to do that? Well, I, it's... Does that, no, does that question make sense? Yeah, yeah, I think I think so. Yeah. When you said that, there's a there's a few thoughts that were coming to mind because for one, balance is important. Mm-hmm. So making sure that I'm not, like I said, constantly doing. Yeah. Because it, it it's easy to happen. So being self aware as well, being aware of when. I need to create some space. Like just recently, even um, myself and Jillian in our business have been doing a lot of work on strategy and 
planning and working towards putting some automated marketing, content marketing in place. And that's stuff that doesn't really light my fire. That's stuff that <laughs> I would much rather I paid someone else to do, but we're learning to do it ourselves to get the benefit and experience of knowing how to do it. But also because being a new business, the budget isn't really there to invest in, in an expert who can come in and do that for us. Yeah. Um, but I've recognized that because I haven't been doing as much like personal outreach on LinkedIn, um, I haven't been connecting with as many people as I normally would have done. Mm-hmm. Connection is what lights me up. Conversations, powerful, impactful conversations are what light me up. So helping people to find solutions. Mm-hmm. And I've not been doing enough of that. So I've noticed then that my energy has been drained, even though that you know, we're slowing down to speed up for a reason. We're slowing down our 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 outreach activity in order to put the right things in place. Yeah. So there's a, there's a dark side to it as well. Um, but yeah, but self-awareness is really, really important. Like for me being able to notice when my energy is mm-hmm. not where it, I, perhaps where I would like it to be or where it typically would be so that then I can take some action. Of course. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's, it's incredibly insightful to to know that about yourself you know and it does well, that takes practice oh of course it does there's there's no no doubt about it you just you don't just wake up one morning and think oh i need to slow down no you need to small triggers will effectively do that and to be honest what i think is more often than not someone else will point it out to you first it's funny you say that i was literally <laughs> just thinking there and it is so powerful to have someone else that can help yep you notice that because often we, it's easy to miss that. If, particularly if we're not, if we don't have that, if we haven't cultivated a really strong sense of self-awareness. Yeah. Well, that's, that's true. I mean, even if you have, you, you're not, you're not going to be perfect. Are you? You're going to miss things. Totally. But yeah, more often than not, I mean, for example, um, the person that points out that apparently I work too much, that's what someone said to me. Uh, and it's mainly because I answer emails at like 11 o'clock at night, but that's not, I'm not, I'm not straining myself by doing that. It's just, you know, it's, it's on my phone or whatever it's on my laptop i'll just do it um and i'll, I'll often do it while relaxing because for anyone that knows me they'll know that i can't do nothing you know a lot of people like that but amory pointed out to me a lot so i work too much um you need to take some time off time for yourself that's that's the word she uses you need time for yourself and I, well this is this is what i do you know <laughs> this is my time to myself leave me alone <laughs> but she's absolutely right but yeah like, like we're saying more often than not, someone else will point it out straight away. Can I catch you on something you just said? Go for it. You said that you can't do nothing. That sounds like a limiting belief to me. Oh, yeah, 100%. I just, I find myself, like, if we were to, um, let's say, for example, we, um, I wanted to watch a movie. Mm. I would really need to gear myself up to do that because I can't do, I can't just sit there. You know, I need some. You can meditate, can you? Yeah, and that's well. That again, that took practice. You know, um, but I think the fact of it's it's the time commitment that I'm I struggle with. For well, for example, uh, we went away and did the uh, drove the North Coast 500 route uh, a couple of weeks back there. Absolutely brilliant. Had the best time, and it really just I got away from myself. Um, I left my phone at home. I put my SIM card in my whole flip phone classic flip phone um so it really just a call and text function there was no internet signal to it uh, and i went away with it 
and I didn't really use it unless someone contacted me first. And it was a great time because I spent the whole time driving it, you know, and we, we stopped off at various points of it, had lunch and so on. And it was just, it didn't seem like there was anything else to worry about. And that was really nice. However, at home, there's a lot of things that I could be doing, you know, and I think part of the problem is the guilt factor where I'm thinking like, you know, this needs done in the house or, or I need to do this before a certain deadline. So I can't really switch off before it's done. But the problem I face, I face with that is there is always something, you know, you're never going to have everything done. Mm-hmm. So there's, then, there's a problem. <laughs> but then what you just said there, like for me personally, within mm. that realization that there's always something else to do. Yeah. What I've then learned from that is that if there's always something else to do, then those things can always wait. Well, that's the thing, you know, that is the absolute thing. So I guess the, the problem I, I face with this slowing down sort of thing is I need to know what can wait, you know, uh, I don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm making strides in that area and I'm getting better at it, but of course it's not perfect, but it's a sort of, you know, can this phone call, can this email, can this work task wait, or, or can the, the house a chore, if you want to call it that, or, DIY project can it wait until a better time to do it more often not the the answer is yes but I just don't I just don't you know it's a tough one but get better at it we always make strides what it's all about in it improving it so yeah I mean slowing down slowing down to speed up all right when when did you first realize it when did I first realize when when did you first slow down to speed up when did I first slow down um it's a bit of a broad question isn't it i know well what comes to mind is Mm. um is when i was participating in the the course which is now called the transformational coach through mindful talent Mm. um two and a half years ago i discovered the power of slowing myself down in conversations Oh, mid conversation. Did you do that? Okay. Okay. No, like just in, in conversation. Yeah. Because I would typically have probably rushed myself to respond, to find an answer, to take, to say something, to ask a question. And what I, the, one of the big shifts I made through that experience was learning to give myself some space okay so that so that a thought emerged that mm-hmm. was going to be as helpful a thought that could come through me in order to help whoever it was that I was speaking to or even to just know whether I needed to say anything at all. Mm. Because sometimes by simply holding the space and giving that other person the space, helping them to find answers through just allowing that space to be there, 
that is one of the most powerful things we can do for another human being. I was giving you the space there. That's clever. <laughs> and the cool thing is you I can have it. fun with it. Like I, yeah. I used to play a game where I would, in conversation with somebody, mm-hmm. I, would, I would purposefully see how long I could get them to talk for without me saying anything. Oh man, you know what? You know what's funny about that game is um, I know I I will continue to talk. Like I know that in myself, I will continue to talk, and it is because the silence is deafening. Yeah, the silence it feels awkward. Like for people who are not comfortable with silence, who people who are not comfortable with space, mm. people fill it. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true, and I am certainly one of those people. Certainly around others, you know. Um, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I will sit in silence myself, or even with Anne Marie, for example. I'm a, um, we we don't mind sitting in silence because they're there to talk to if we want to talk to them, and so on. Um, but yeah, I mean, if we're in a group or something like that, and there's an awkward silence, there's a there's just this need to fill it with something conversation worthy. You know, and it's it's not anything other than the fact of you feel a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. It, it it didn't need to be filled other than it's just either I need to fill this or I need to walk away <laughs> <laughs> because I feel a bit I feel a bit weird. You know, know. And don't get me wrong. I will happily sit in a group and listen to others. I don't have to say anything, but someone does. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah, it's quite a hard thing to to get over, I guess. Yeah, and if you really want to push yourself outside your comfort zone and, and embrace discomfort, uh, there's an exercise called listening like a stone with ears. <laughs> That's very descriptive. <laughs> yeah, but it literally means that. It's in a conversation, if you're the stone, you sit there mm-hmm. and you, you say nothing, you don't react, which is, which is really hard in itself. Yeah. You literally just sit there with a blank expression and just listen. So with your eyes just fixed on the other person and just listen. Wow. And it's amazing how awkward it is, but it's amazing what happens in the other person because as they continue to talk and fill the space, yeah. it's, like, it's like they're clearing the way in their own mind for insight to emerge because what they will initially say is the stuff that's on the surface. Mm. it's the initial thoughts that sit on the surface in the conscious mind but gradually as they start to get those thoughts out other thoughts emerge from a deeper place and honestly the amount of times i've done it where in because you only generally need you can do it in about 10 minutes it's amazing once you get to about 10 minutes the kind of insights that emerge it's like the person then starts to coach themselves they start to recognize things about themselves mm-hmm. that they've maybe not noticed before and it's it is amazing to do but it's amazing also to like have a conversation afterwards to share how that felt for you to mm-hmm. notice what you noticed about yourself what you noticed about the other person what you noticed about the experience okay okay it's 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 awesome but it's really for the first time it's it feels really awkward even oh, sure. even after the first time, it feels awkward. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it does. Well, there's a task for the the, the listening audience. Um, 
Well, I mean, that's what they do because they can't. Try at home. Yeah, try at home. Try at home. Try it with your other half. Try it with, you know, someone you work with or, or maybe even the next conversation you have. Just, just sit and listen. I suppose you'd be amazed at what you would pick up as well, wouldn't it? You know, um, you yeah. pick up but on that, a lot of things. But going back to what you said about, you know, when did I first slow down? Mm. Um, I mean, that was, that was probably where slowing down to speed up really meant something to me and, and was transformative for me. Sure, yeah. I think you know, even going back further, um, I mean, the real pivotal moment in my life where I was, where I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad back in 2016, I think it was, and, mm -hmm. and discovered some insights about myself around what's important to me, the fact that I want to help people that then led on to find discovering coaching and discovering things that were really important to me in terms of what I wanted to create in the future. Yeah. And that came from slowing down. Okay. okay. Those insights came from slowing down because I was wow. on holiday. I had the space. Yeah. But without that space and, and also doing a job at the time where I was working from home, not really enjoying what I was doing. So I, again, I had more space to think about these things, ask myself some deeper questions because that's where the benefit of slowing down is realized. It's, it's in having the mm -hmm. space, but then also, asking yourself powerful questions that help you to access new insight. Mm -hmm. But by doing it in a conversation, we can do that for somebody else, you know, slow down yourself so that rather than just saying the next thing that comes to mind, uh -huh. sit with yourself for a moment and ask yourself, is this really going to serve that other person? Is this the best thing to mm. say? Can, do I need to say anything right now? Can I just allow that person to explore their thinking a little bit more? I guess that comes back to the whole um, respond, don't react thing as well, doesn't it? Um, it's, they're all kind of intertwined with each other. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Well observed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about it the whole time, actually. I'm trying, I'm trying to practice that mid-conversation. I will. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that, and uh, we'll see how we get on with it. Um, but that's a that's a task for our audience here. Um, you know, listen like a stone or whatever you said. Listen you like a stone with ears. With ears. Listen like a stone with ears. Um, so just or any inanimate object with ears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, like you say, it'd be hell. It'd be proper awkward for a little while, but I suppose you'll get over it eventually mm. once you get used to something. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna, I'm yeah. gonna give it a bash. If anything, yeah, but if you're if you're in a transitional period in your life, if you're mm. if you're in a moment of transition, a moment of change, or a moment where you you want to create something new or do something differently, mm -hmm. slowing down to speed up is absolutely the right thing to do because it gives you that opportunity to discover mm -hmm. what it is that you truly want to do. Yeah, I mean, on the face of it, it sounds kind of counterintuitive, but I think you're onto something. Mm -hmm. Very good. The more, the more I've created space for myself, the more it's benefited me. Because the more time I've, even just like day to day, like every day now, I make it, I've made it a habit that I move, that I go for a run or do some exercise mm -hmm. and get outdoors every single day. Yep. Because I know that what that does for my energy, but also what that does in giving me space to think and and yeah 
Access my thoughts. Access new ideas. There's there's a point actually. Yeah, that's that's something to do. Is I, I would recommend getting outside personally. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that helps me slow down. So totally. yeah, we got we got a lot of food for thought in this one. Indeed. So, yeah, if you've got, let's say if we've got any uh, listeners want to want to get in touch with it about it, um, feel free to contact Dave because this seems this is his one. Um, it's my bag. Incredibly insightful. It's it's very powerful. Well, uh, if you know if you are listening and you struggle to mm. slow down, because often you know, particularly for like for myself as a parent who has a has a business who has a lot of responsibility. Yeah. For anyone who's got a lot of responsibility, you're driven, you're ambitious. There's a dark side to the voice that drives you. And that voice often tells you that you're not doing enough, that you're not doing a good enough job, which leads to feeling guilt about taking time because you feel like, well, why I don't deserve to take time because I'm doing a good enough job here. I need to, do a better job here rather than give myself time. But actually the counterintuitive truth is that if you slow down, if you yeah. gave yourself time and space, if you served yourself, then you would better serve all those other responsibilities that you have. It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you really have to be, have some sense of self-awareness to actually pick up on that. So, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, this is with heart centered leaders in particular, this is exactly what we're, looking to help people with that get mm. over all that guilt or things that are holding them back and embrace the kind of person that they want to be mm. because you deserve it. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, we, let's say we've got a lot of food for thought on this one. Um, people listen in, please get in touch about it because it's been very, very powerful. Yes. And I'm going to give it a bash. I'm going to do give it. The, the whole listen like a stone with ears. I'm going to give that a go. See what comes out of it. Awesome, I will let you know. I'll let everyone know exactly what happens and how awkward I actually felt just to, yeah, just to follow up on it. But guys, I think that pretty much wraps up this episode. It's been just as brilliant as always for us. Hopefully it has been for the listeners. Um, we ain't got much, much left to say on this one. So we will sign off uh, and thank you very, very much for listening. Uh, and please get in touch if you do have any questions, but until then stay awesome. See ya. Thank you.